0: good sir good morning
1: hey how are you
0: i am well i am well ladies and gentlemen welcome to political football with dave and Cleve. we are going to launch our first show today so welcome 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 and um let's start the football season off right how are you doing today brother
1: oh i'm doing pretty good you know watching all these college games getting ready for the nfl to officially start tomorrow after that little bit of taste we got on thursday
0: Good, good. How does how does it feel? Like are you are you a little bit more pumped or are you feel a little bit better? I know you're more of a college football guy, NFL guy second, but I kind of want to get your feel of like how how is it feeling
1: today? Uh, so the truth is I'm actually both equally. I just happen to be a Detroit Lions fan, so it makes it seem like I'm not as big into the NFL because they're out of it by October 15th.
0: Uh, <laughs> my Jets are right behind
1: me. <laughs> um but yeah, no, I uh, I'm very pumped for for the season. I was hoping for the season ahead of time, you know, with all the DraftKings stuff and prop bets, and and that you know football never stops for me studying it and looking at what's going on. So awesome.
0: So is it is it three out of the five conferences playing, or is it um like how many how many conferences are in now?
1: So three out of the big five conferences are playing: the Big Twelve, the ACC, and the SEC. Though the SEC doesn't start till later in the month. And Notre Dame joined the ACC.
0: Oh, wow. So they're no longer independent or just this season alone? Just
1: this alone. season alone they joined. Uh, so this is going to be very interesting. This means they actually have to play Clemson in the regular season before they oh. get to the lose to them in the playoff. Wow, so.
0: interesting. That's that's actually pretty exciting. Wow. Awesome. Uh, so I might, I might watch a couple of games. I wasn't so pumped about it, but actually, you know, hearing that, that we got a couple of independent conferences or independent independent teams joining some conferences to kind of make it exciting yeah
1: and tonight and uh and tonight saturday night 7 30 the uh next year's number one overall draft pick trevor lawrence will be playing for clemson so if you haven't had a chance to take a look at him yet you definitely want to check him out because he is going to be the first player off the board in the 2021 NFL draft, without question. Wow. wow! Is he? Um, I I saw
0: glimpses of him last year. Didn't didn't watch a lot of it. Um, is he the real deal to you, or you think that uh, that it's all hype?
1: He is the best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck. Mm, okay. And okay. honestly, because of his rushing ability, he might be the best prospect since Peyton Manning.
0: Wow! As like a so.
1: prospect coming out into the NFL, he's. Yeah, all the throws. You know, he's got that that uh, dreamy quarterback build. The NFL loves 6-6, yeah. 240, but he also That's... can like really run. And the uh, playoff last year, he ripped off a seventy one yard touchdown run.
0: Great! Wow. You okay. Know, yeah,
1: he's he's legit.
0: Oh, okay. All right. So obviously, you know, we're, we're talking football and college football right now. But now we're gonna switch to the NFL and kind of get into season one. We kind of gotten a taste as as they mentioned on Thursday which was, you know, um, for whatever you want to call it out there. Um, But the eye test for me is tomorrow's games. I am going to activate my Red Zone channel to see if it is worth watching this season. So um, a little skeptical right now, but, you know, Dave is always keeping me on my toes with the narratives. And he has a couple of of things he's going to go through about each team. So I'm kind of pumped doing this today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's so much going on uh, in the league, and you cannot separate what's happening in the league from the pandemic. The pandemic plays such a huge role in what's going on in football as well. It's going to be a very interesting year, and you will definitely be keeping your red zone.
0: Wow. So so when you say that, uh, kind of give the audience what you mean by that.
1: Yeah, so... The NBA really helped to develop a new rapid antigen test, and I believe that they can get test results back within 30 minutes mm. for every single person. So that allows people to be tested, say, on a football Sunday, if you got a one o'clock Eastern kickoff, you can test your all your entire team at 1130. Anybody comes back positive, they don't play, because the real danger is... Is that one team has a couple effective players and they affect another team. But it takes wow. two weeks to show up. So then it's two more games. And the next thing you know, you've got eight teams that have outbreaks in the middle of the season.
0: Get out. So, so let me ask this question then. So is it something um, how, how um, the quality of this test obviously sounds mm-hmm. amazing that they can get back this rapid uh, result. Um, is there? Has there been any um, any one-offs or any kind of like uh, uh, false false positive, uh, positive or false negatives, anything to that effect?
1: Uh, no, that only happens to the Jets. Oh, um, everybody! You... Too soon, <laughs>
0: too <laughs> soon, brother! Too soon.
1: Uh, everybody. No, the NFL. The NFL did have a problem with some false positives, but it was not with this type of test. The NBA was like the test. Um, the trial run for this in their bubble and so you can see how well it's been working for the NBA they haven't had a player miss with COVID at all part of that's from the bubbling but also it's from this from this testing since the workers who work in the bubble aren't bubbled with them this this test is going to make it possible for athletics to continue it won't necessarily prevent outbreaks within a team but it should prevent outbreaks spreading from team to team and that's the real nightmare scenario for the league
0: got you got you got you and i hope that this test uh can make it to the actual public as well i mean you know think of um you know I, i'm a little skeptical about home tests they're talking about at some point you're gonna have a home test that you know yourself mm-hmm. um a little skeptical about that but if we get something that can that can let us know within 30 minutes i mean you know that's that's a that's a game changer no pun intended
1: yeah absolutely you make it mandatory before you got in you get on an airplane oh, for yeah. example yeah there's all sorts of, of you know if you have a test that, that's that rapid and you can deploy it across the entire population you can imagine how it would work and make it so we can get back to a normal life well for the professional sports leagues they play use yeah. yeah.
0: way. awesome awesome so we'll definitely be keeping an eye on that because that actually becomes a part of the game plan. You know, if, if we if you're planning for a quarterback to play and, you know, God forbid this guy tests positive uh, before kickoff, you can know, you know, how to how to how to hedge it better or whatever you want to do with that. Absolutely. Great. All right. So let's get started with our um, our rundown of what we got tomorrow. Uh, you want to take the show as far as um, going into what games you want to talk about or what teams you want to talk about in the. Uh, I guess the one o'clock hour.
1: Well, so I was uh, intending to do just a general all the teams preview.
0: Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That
1: way. Yeah. Because the individual matchups will be a lot, will be a lot harder, especially with no preseason. Yes. Like you can't really be like, uh, for example, the Rams. Are they going to run a lot of 12 personnel with two tight ends because they have two good ones, but the Cooper Cup comes off the field? We have no idea because we haven't seen them do anything yet
0: absolutely uh,
1: and i was looking really close at hard knocks and they never showed it um, wow and so
0: I, I and i told you miss hard knocks this year because i just was not interested was it even worth the watch
1: it was incredibly worth the watch because not only did they cover the pandemic but the bucks refusing to play overlaps with training camp mm. so all that was happening in there it was both la teams. so anthony lynn of course black and coach out in uh out in los angeles he you know how he was responding to to all this and how the players were responding and tyrod taylor the quarterback for the chargers taking control of the team and letting them know what's up and and all that it was it was pretty good
0: wow i can't believe i missed that no no show talked about that normally every every football season every i'm sorry every preseason you would get espn some of their shows talking about some of the drama on hard knocks i remember the year was it last year with 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 AB, it was a lot of, you know A yes. lot of more about AB than the actual Camp, it was more AB stuff um, Which was crazy, but yeah I guess, yeah, no one picked it up So yeah, I, you know what, I may um, If I get a chance, I may go back and Kind of see back and watch some of these episodes Or, or YouTube it or something, but Alright, so the floor is yours my friend uh, Let's give us the rundown
1: Alright, so, uh, and of course Feel free to jump in with any thoughts of anything Here, you know, I just have all the teams in the divisions, so Just a couple little things here so we'll start with your AFC East. Awesome. And uh, from the bottom up, I got the Dolphins. And the thing with the Dolphins is that uh, the rebuild is actually going pretty well and pretty quick. Okay. Yeah, really? they are moving on from Adam Gase rapidly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you that are never meant to be a needle to you, by the way, but it, I mean,
0: it, it, it felt like a dagger. It felt like <laughs> a dagger.
1: Um, and then, the, of course, the big question there is when is Tua Tagovailoa going to come in and play? Uh, F- Fitzpatrick is going to start the season, but is Tua ever going to play? Even if they're, you know, they're one in six, then they make the switch? Personally, I think Tua should just sit the entire season, maybe play week seventeen like Mahomes did his first year.
0: Yeah, but the thing with that was is that Fitz is not a he's not a horrible quarterback. He's a good mop up guy and he's a mm-hmm. journeyman. Obviously, he actually has numbers that are. And don't cringe cringe at this. It's a Hall of Fame esque, but you know it, it's kind of crazy. But you never know who's going to show up with this guy. If it's going to be Pick Pick fact, uh, Pick Fitzy or FitzMagic, we don't right. know who's going to show up.
1: Right. And the difference though, a difference between you and I is because you uh, are a sportsman, like you like actively doing sports, mm-hmm. and I like to wager money on sports. Is that the Dolphins are okay to lose a lot this year? Okay. It's not the end of the world for them if they have their quarterback in it with a top five pick next year as well to help them out a bit more. So even if Fitzpatrick is going terrible, whatever, just hold to uh, you know, he got into basically was a car accident injury for his injury at Alabama. So just let him sit is my is my thought there.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, next
1: team in the East we have your New York Jets. Ooh, yes and i have uh, just a couple thoughts here because i know you're gonna have some uh the first thought is that levion bell is absolutely done
0: yeah i think the tread and the ship has probably sailed on this guy already and i just i just hate to say that but it just doesn't seem like it's working out the way we thought it would so. how many
1: how many rushes for 20 yards or longer did levion bell have last year
0: Oh, this is, is this a guess is is this a blind guess for me or <laughs> I mean uh, I assume you
1: watch the Jets games most of them uh, no,
0: normally uh, normally I'm so sick by halftime. I'm, I'm usually watching other red Zone channel stuff um I'll just poke in the dark here let's say seven.
1: Zero. longest rush 19 yards wow yeah I mean it's and now part of that is probably Gase not knowing how to use them but also I mean it happens you know it the Running backs fall off a cliff real fast, so they owe him all this money. They're going to try to use him. They'll have some good weeks, I think, but, yeah, not so good there. And then the second thing is that uh, Sam Darnold, I think, is actually still completely unknown.
0: Yeah, I, I can agree with that. I can agree with I mean, we have the quarterback whisperer, so I don't know what the <laughs> hell's going on with that. But, yes, uh, I, I think relatively he's still, the, the jury's not out yet. But I think that we are picking a jury for this year Because if this year doesn't pan out to anything uh, We're going to have to move on from this guy
1: See, I think it's very important to To understand that Adam Gase is such a terrible coach That it wouldn't matter Like, for example, if we swapped Sam Donald for Dak Prescott Right now, are the Jets better than the Cowboys? No Right You know, the Jets are probably still third in this division Even if you gave them Dak and so I think that you might actually get a couple more years, you know, a couple more years out of Darnold to uh, to see, which means, he, you know, on his rookie deal or whatever. So that's fine. yeah.
0: Yeah. No, uh, no I, I, He's going to be if if we move on from him, honestly, I think we'll you know, we'll make him a backup before we ship him off to any other team. But I I think that um, he should be given another year based on the how bad the coaching is, because honestly, you Know no, no, um, slight against uh, gays. I think he's over in over his head as a coach, and it's showing,
1: yeah. I think that's putting it much more charitably than I put things about Matt Patricia. <laughs> um, and then we have the bills, and the bills are oh, they're going to be so interesting. They have that dynamite defense, they added Stephon Diggs, yes. You know, Josh Allen has that absolute howitzer for an arm. The thing is that you never like. Is the throw ever going to be around the receiver? But if he improves his deep throw accuracy even a little bit with the addition of digs to the team, they already have Smoke Brown. This, this, the bills could really do some damage. And Josh Allen is one of my favorite long shots, long shot bets to win the MVP this year. Nice, wow, yeah,
0: I I, I will hold you to that. You know, we always make some kind of crazy bet, uh, you and I during the season, and that might be the bet.
1: I mean, I would I want to take it straight up, but at some books, very recently you could still get Josh Allen at forty to one to win the MVP. But he's a quarterback. He rushes the Bills could easily win twelve games this year because who knows about their division. And there you go.
0: Yeah, with Tom gone, it's 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 um and no slide against Cam. It's it's wide open.
1: And speaking of Tom being gone, I do have the Patriots winning the division this year. And yeah. that's and a lot of that's really just momentum you know, until they they've won it for eleven straight years or whatever. So until they don't, I'm picking them.
0: Okay. Yeah, um, fair enough. Fair you enough. know,
1: and I think Cam Newton's a better quarterback now than Tom Brady is.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, Tom Terrific has been, you know, he's he's been unleashing um havoc on a on a poor division because again, you know, under under the Patriots, any three any three of those three teams left, the Bills, the Jets, and the Finns it's always a toss-up, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, if, if they've won a decade straight, it's it, it'll be foolhardy to say, hey, you know, let someone else
1: get this. Exactly, and the other question is, okay, so who is more important, Belichick or Brady, Brady or Belichick, you know, where does it start, where does it end, and I think the answer is firmly with the quarterback because I think if you take a great quarterback and give them a terrible coach, they can still win, and if you take a great coach and give them a terrible quarterback, they are not going to win. So I think Brady was more important. However, I do think Belichick is a great coach, and will like they're gonna win at least seven minimum mm, after losing okay. the, the most accomplished quarterback ever. So I like the Patriots to win the division, but wouldn't be shocked if the Bills just are just steamrolling teams this year.
0: Okay, I I, I can buy that.
1: Okay. Yep. Uh. Yep. In the AFC North, uh, the Bengals. Just real quick to touch on the Bengals. Um, my note I have here is that the rebuild is going better than the Jets. Really? Yes. So they already have ty- uh, uh, Tyler Boyd as as a wide receiver. They just extended Joe Joe Mixon. This year they're going to have AJ Green, but that means next year AJ Green's money is coming off, whereas LaBelle's money is not coming off next year. And Joe Burrow, his worst case scenario is average NFL starter. Okay,
0: and this is what who you have a quarterback for them. You, you
1: think, yeah, it, uh, it, it'll. Oh, it's going to be Burrow from day one.
0: From day one, wow! Yeah.
1: Like okay. Andy, Andy Dalton is the floor for Joe Burrow. Right, at worst case scenario, they get another Andy Dalton for another ten years. Best case scenario, I mean, you know, could be could be off the charts for this guy.
0: So you don't think Andy Andy has anything left to show in the tank to say, well, over a three game cycle hey I can keep us in till we say okay put the kid in now or from obviously no camp we don't know what the what the narrative was or what the storyline is or well, you know, I don't I don't know out.
1: yeah I don't know how COVID is going to impact personnel decisions but I think it'd be very weird for Dallas Cowboys backup quarterback Andy Dalton to take the reins for the Bengals <laughs> So, so I think, no, I don't even know who the, who the other quarterback on Cincinnati is. I mean, it's going to be Burrow. He's pro ready. He's, he's going to be fine. But the thing is, I think this is one of the toughest divisions of football. They might win four games this year, but have a team that should win six or seven and get another top five pick to add to them, to add next year. Awesome, okay I can buy that Uh, The Browns I think last year Yeah, I think last year The Browns were the most Overrated team Headed into the season Of course they were Yeah, this year They're one of the Most underrated teams And really They're the same team (laughs) Like they haven't Changed very much And greatly improved Their coaching By firing Freddie Kitchens um, Who is I mean If the Lions Hired Freddie Kitchens To do anything Other than Ballet cars I would be mad So Oh
0: my god um, Yeah
1: yeah, he was he was terrible. So, just a coaching improvement, bringing over Stefanski from the Vikings is going to be a, a big deal for them. And much like Sam Darnold, I don't think we know that much about Baker Mayfield yet. Again, just terrible coaching all over the place. So, you don't think that
0: Baker? If I will, let's uh, let's fast forward. If Baker doesn't have a great season, is it is it saying he's a bust now, or you're still holding something to say? Well, he's on the Browns, so. It's, this is arguably understandable.
1: I don't think that you can say quarterbacks are busts within the first five years in the NFL unless it's like the true Ryan actor, Leaf. But yes, Ryan Leaf, Achilles Smith, Jamarcus Russell. You know, for example, your boy Mark Sanchez is a bust.
0: Yeah, but I, I, I was. He say did that.
1: the couple AFC title games. Like, so you can have it both ways, but he's like, he never should have been taken, what, six overall or whatever. Correct, yes. Right. So, it, it can it can really be hard. It can take a while for some of these ones to pan out. Mitch Trubisky is probably a bust already.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think the ship is sailing that guy already.
1: Right, right. But even if Baker Mayfield has, he's not going to be terrible because he's not terrible. But even if he just has another average year or whatever, it's still going to be a little too early on him. Now, somebody who we know, uh, the Steelers have Big Ben coming back. Hmm. And as much as I dislike him as a human being, he is, <laughs> he is an incredible quarterback in that system. They know exactly what to do. You know, last year they won like six games going between Doug Hodges and the racist guy that Miles Garrett brained with the helmet. <laughs> um that's unfair to Mason Rudolph. I don't actually know if he said anything, but it's it's out there. Well, um, well,
0: well, well, since since we do mix a little politics with the show. Right after the incident, he took down all the all the Trump stuff on his page because he's a Trump guy. So, you know, there yeah, were some things deleted and things pulled off his his pages. And these guys forget that in cyberspace, these things exist still; they, well, they don't disappear.
1: Yeah, because Miles Garrett did not come right out and say that that was the cause. I think somebody on Garrett's team. Not his football team, but his like personal team. Yeah, went to Mason Rudolph's page, saw he was a Trump guy, and was like, "We'll just say he said this because clearly it's believable, and because (laughs) Mason Rudolph had all the Trump stuff up, even if he." Didn't call him the N-word. He might, I mean, you know, MAGA basically means the same thing. Yeah. So, whatever. I mean, I'm not saying you should have hit him with a helmet because it could have killed him. Yeah, it but,
0: Yeah. it was a little extreme.
1: You know, but anyways, the Steelers don't have to deal with that guy or Doug Hodges anymore. They get Ben back. Uh, I've been all over Juju Smith-Schuster in best ball drafts and stuff this year. I think he's going to have a huge season. And James Conner at, at running back, who was surprising and opt out as a cancer survivor, but apparently yeah. he's medically cleared to go. So, yeah. I I like. Oh, their defense is amazing.
0: Yeah, I mean, oh. yeah, they're, they're, they sound solid. And yeah, uh, I know. Barring, I know you don't like Tomlin in that in the in the situation anymore. But barring that, yeah, I think they they're clearly um, poised to to do some damage this year.
1: And it could be a last, like a last hurrah sort of situation, right? Where like they know Tomlin's like, I'm gone after this year. I'm sick of this place, and Ben's gonna retire because his arm is about to fall off. And Juju, they didn't pick up the fifth year, I, so like it could just be like we're blowing it up after this year. So this one year, let's go for it. So I do awesome. like I, I like them this year and then of course i do have the ravens winning the division i mean there's going to be some regression in terms of how efficient their offense is from like a fantasy perspective Lamar's not going to do what he did the year before just like no, Mahomes didn't do last year like he no yeah before. i mean the,
0: the the league is a is a is a figure out really quickly what happened and i think a lot of teams are going to be game planning more for uh what he could possibly do with them
1: Last year, Lamar Jackson threw a touchdown pass on nine percent of his attempts. That is to give you an idea of how insane that is. Two of the best ever in terms of like percentage of attempts leading to touchdowns are Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, and they're at about six and a half for their wow. receivers. So <coughs> it's just unsustainably efficient for for Lamar Jackson. Now they should be losing some more in some games because they were winning in pretty much every game they play, that's why they struggled once they got behind to the to the Titans in the playoffs. Um so they should have that going, you know, more passing for for Lamar, but they're still going to be great. They're gonna win twelve games at least. JK Dobbins, their running back that they got in the second round, I believe, out of Ohio State, he's gonna do <coughs> the same for them as we saw wow. Edward Delair do for the Chiefs. Mark will yeah. be on the bench by week six. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so the Ravens Ravens for the North to the uh, yeah, okay. to the AFC South, the worst team in the league is going to be Jacksonville. They're actively tanking. They want Trevor Lawrence. So again, tonight, Clemson, Wake Forest. So you can watch the Jags' future quarterback.
0: <laughs> I'm a Minshew guy though. I don't know. Uh, so I, I hope Lawrence is that good, bro.
1: Yeah, I mean, check out I, the game believe- tonight, and I promise you, by like halfway through the second quarter, you'll be like, man, Gardner Minshew is going to look great taking over from Baker Mayfield in Cleveland. <laughs> um, so same guy yeah almost yeah exactly so that uh yeah so that's what they're doing they're tanking um you know they just cut for net. they didn't even trade them they just cut them they took them fourth overall in 2017 i think and just straight up cut them uh, i made a quick list of all the players from that defense that was one game from the super bowl like two seasons ago yeah. Jalen Ramsey, AJ Bouye, Malik Jackson, Yannick Ngakwe, and Calais Campbell are all gone, and I did that off the top of my head. Like I even go and look and see who else is gone. They are just actively trying to lose.
0: Wow! So yeah. they're they're the they're the Dolphins of this year.
1: I, yes, I don't think the Dolphins were actively trying to lose last year. I think it <laughs> was just bad. Mm. Um. And then the Texans, I put second to last in this division. And after what we saw on Thursday, I mean, Bill O'Brien is just so terrible.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The, the guy is. I mean, he's literally getting bailed out by the team that is on the field. Like he's 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 being judged every play, every play.
1: Uh, yes, I would not be shocked if we saw a situation where Mike Tomlin's the coach in Houston next year. <coughs> wow, think it's the move in with Deshaun Watson and just you know. Started started over, bringing some young hotshot offensive coordinator to take over with Deshaun. He focuses on the defense and they're off and running. Because Bill O'Brien is he's a disaster coaching in-game. He's a disaster managing his team. He's a disaster as a GM trading away DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson's broken knees and a bag of footballs. Just <laughs> just terrible. You forgot the magic
0: beans. It I, came with magic beans.
1: Honestly. Honestly, I think Deshaun Watson should just sit out the season in a racial justice protest. Shit. And just be like, be like, I'm not playing this year. And like just lead a, a parade or a, a, a protest in Houston every single week during the game. And then O'Brien can get fired and he can come back next year.
0: Wow. <laughs>
1: yeah, just like why. What's the point for him? <laughs> There's no reason. Yeah. Uh, I have the Colts after the, after the Texans. I think the Colts are going to be Interesting, yeah. With, with Philip Rivers, yes. But the thing is, Philip Rivers doesn't really lose games for teams, and in this division, that might be good enough. You know, they.
0: Yeah. Okay. I, you I, I, I kind of see where you're coming from, but right. I mean, I mean, what is Philip? Uh, he's uh, 17 years in the league now. Yes, 17. Okay. In the 17 years, he's had some pretty good squads when he was with the Chargers, but he was always, to me, the guy that could. Get you in games, but then when when I need you to finish strong, I don't know. He doesn't disappear, but he doesn't get big. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to even describe it as.
1: Yeah, I would describe it as he is not as good as Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, and happened to come in and play against them for the first thirteen years. He was he was in the league and Brady for all for all seventeen. So you know, if you go back and look at how some of those Chargers went out, those teams went out. It's not because Rivers was terrible. Rivers is not throwing the game away. It's not like he's Brett Favre, but he's awful in the playoffs. But was one Super Bowl, so everybody thinks he's great. You know, well, Rivers is a better quarterback than Brett Favre. So, you know, it's just about when, when, and how you run into the other teams and who's better, what team you happen to be on, and whatnot. So, gotcha. Yeah. Um, so, I think that's a good fit. They drafted Jonathan Taylor again. I think you know a couple like ten picks into the second round. A, a guy at Wisconsin ran for 2,000 yards at least twice at Wisconsin, if not all three years. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. Good. I mean, that's,
0: that's, good. that's good. That's good. Uh, Yeah. It's a good, durable back.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, six foot, 230, runs a 4.39. You know, if this was 10 years ago, he's been picked in the top five in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, was committed to Rutgers and then left to go to Wisconsin. So.
0: That was a great, great move.
1: Yeah. yeah. So Saquon was committed to Rutgers, went to Penn State. This kid, Jonathan Taylor, committed to Rutgers. Left. So yeah, that that was a good, that was a good decision. And then winning the division, I have the Titans again because they have fewer question marks. Although I am not convinced that Ryan Tannehill is anything.
0: Well, I mean, they rode the wheels of um of of Derrick Henry through 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 through, through most of that. You know, um, he single handedly got them. You know, as far as they could go.
1: Yes, and Derrick Henry is such an anomaly. Inno- like he's such an anomaly in the modern NFL. You know, you got this huge back that doesn't catch passes, and you know, what's it? What's it's a bruiser? He's it, it, a bruiser. He's actually like the same size as Jim Brown. Yeah. <clears throat> so you can just bruiser. imagine Jim Brown in the '60s. Like just imagine putting Derrick Henry in a time machine, In like 1964, and putting him on the New York Giants or whatever. You know. 3,000-yard yeah. season, easy. Oh, 3,000. <laughs> yeah. I'm defensive linemen back then for like 180 pounds or whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I have the Titans winning winning the division. But, again, I think the Colts would be right there with the Texans being in some games and looking good and looking flashy because they got Deshaun, but nothing really. And the Jags are just actively trying to lose. Wow. Okay. Yep. Sounds good. Yep. The AFC West, Uh, the Raiders are the worst team by far. They are not actively trying to lose, but you wouldn't know it.
0: Why is that the quarterback play or the coach? Who don't you like?
1: Both. Um uh, yeah. Derek Carr is not a bad quarterback, but he's a bad quarterback for John Gruden, and he's a bad quarterback in the way they're trying to design that team. You know, he's gonna he's gonna get a chance to switch teams and either be a high level backup or get another starting job somewhere else, but it should not be in Las Vegas.
0: What do you think of him as a quarterback? Period. Like, would you would you have taken him um, in any in any of the draft? Well, would you have taken him? Let's say for the
1: Lions. Uh, No, Um, I like you know having had Matt Stafford at the Lions for the last 11 years. I am now addicted to quarterbacks who throw the ball 70 yards on one knee. Mm -hmm. I don't like I don't like these quarterbacks who like if they throw 15 yards downfield it's some like amazing accomplishment. Yeah, the, the dink and dunk guy. Right. And then, so, of course, they draft Henry Ruggs out of Alabama, who runs like a 4, four 3 140. He's a deep threat guy in the first round. And they have Derek Carr, who, I mean, Ruggs will run out of his arm range in three seconds. Wow. So, you know, I just, I don't think he's, I don't think he's, he's that great. I think he's like fancy Chase Daniel. So,
0: Oh, man. Yeah. And, <laughs>
1: and then John Gruden wasn't even a good coach when he was winning Super Bowl. So you can imagine. No, no. You,
0: I mean, he, he he walked into a kingdom already set up for him. Right. I mean, any you and I could have walked into that situation and won the Super Bowl. Yes. Now,
1: he did walk into Tampa and win the Super Bowl. They did beat the team he left. So he did build those Raider teams. However, he's not the one that coached up Rich Gannon that year. Because that was the Gannon out of nowhere MVP year. Yeah. Uh, Rich Gannon's coach that year was one Jim Harbaugh. So, Jim Harbaugh, wow yeah. So, I don't know if the Raiders Make the Super Bowl If Gruden is still there The year that they lost to Gruden Who coached Tony Judge's Bucks Yeah, pretty yeah. much uh, The next team I have is the Broncos And I think the Broncos are going to be really interesting this year If Drew Locke is good They could conceivably Make it to the Super Bowl
0: That's a stretch I mean, Vaughn Miller's out for the season
1: It man. doesn't matter like it, it it
0: doesn't matter they they i mean of of late they've been a defensive squad mm-hmm. because they're not beating the world up throwing the ball around or right. running down people's throats yep. um so yeah so their defense obviously i mean he's a defensive captain i think yep um i don't know who the second guy on that squad is um but uh without Vaughn Miller i think he tore his ankle up and they said season ending injury i'm like wow how bad was this tear? but We'll see. We'll see because defense has been their bread and butter because obviously the GM, who was a fucking quarterback, can't pick a quarterback, so I don't know. Correct, and that's, that's why it.
1: And that's why I said if Drew Locke is good, they're going to have a chance to go to the Super Bowl because defense defense doesn't matter for the Broncos right now so much because they have to go through Kansas City, and they yes. can't get a defense good enough to stop Kansas City because nobody can.
0: Yeah, so a you don't try to game stop
1: game. them. You try to score with them. Yeah. And that's the way yeah. to do that. So they have Cortland Sutton, who is a number one stud wide receiver. They have Noah Fant, who's going to finish as a top 10 tight end this year. They already had Philip Lindsay. They brought in Melvin Gordon. They drafted K.J. Hamler in the second round, and they drafted Jerry Judy out of Alabama in the first round, who's the mm-hmm. best pure route runner coming out of college. And there's a chance that Judy will just translate directly to the nfl because he's so silky smooth running routes already you know the whole tree the whole the whole thing so Mm. um think think of a very 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 athletic julian edelman
0: yeah plus taller
1: (laughs) yeah and like can like beat you down the field as well so uh, they have the right strategy of like trying to score as many points as possible the question is is drew lock good because john elway cannot pick a quarterback as you mentioned but if he can in this case if drew lock is good then then they're gonna they're gonna make some noise and they could just just explode in any direction and and get there but drew lock would have to be really good for that to happen if he's even just average they don't have a chance
0: yeah, which which I think is going to be where so we'll we'll definitely pencil hold that for discussion after we see what happens tomorrow. Yep. We'll we'll kind of see what's going on with that.
1: Yep. All right. Absolutely. Uh, the Chargers would be next. I don't think they're anything that special. They just have fewer question marks. They're burning Tyrod Taylor, who I think will play most of the season before Justin Herbert, the, the sixth overall pick out of Oregon, gets a chance to play. I mean, Tyrod is legit.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's legit. He's he, you know he's he doesn't um, he, in in my time watching him, especially with the Browns and the Bills. I I thought that he got a, a raw deal with the Bills. With the Browns, obviously, you, you know with Baker being drafted so high, he wasn't going to play.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know the same thing here. Herbert will be the quarterback of this team next year, but Tyrod is very good. He's going to be able to come in and take over that team again. If you watch Hard Knocks, see the team is completely behind him. Okay. He he has he has that locker room. The defense they locked up Joey Bosa, they locked up Melvin Ingram, they locked up Derwin James, who then got hurt and is out for the season. But the defense is still is still going to be really good. You know, I just don't see, I don't see any like true game changing players on their team. You know, Keenan Allen is is an excellent wide receiver, and Austin Eckler is a good running back, but I don't see either of them being able like to be like a dominant number one at their at their position you know finish top five in in the league at their position whereas for denver Cortland sutton could definitely do that in the wide receiver position gotcha okay um
0: i can buy that yeah <clears throat>
1: the problem for all of them though of course is that they're all in the same division as the chiefs
0: yeah i mean <laughs> that's the that's the underlier that's the delta in the equation right there it's like wow you know it's it's their division to lose.
1: Yes, and so they have the, basically the same team as last year, except they drafted Brian Westbrook Jr. with the last pick <laughs> of the first round. And as I was watching the draft, I was, you know, look at the Chiefs, these offensive and you know, whatever. And I was like, no, they're going to take Edwards Hilaire because he is Brian Westbrook and their coach is Andy Reid. Like 100% he's going to do it. And he did it. And it's just, you know, if we watch the game on Thursday, it's unfair.
0: Yeah, well, I mean... If we had a preseason, we would have saw that. But the fact that there was no preseason, no one saw that. So no one could game plan for how good this kid could be.
1: So you know. So that's not entirely true. He was going top seven in most fantasy drafts and most best ball drafts once Damian Williams opted out for the season. Mm, because okay. it came down to him and the Daryl Williams and Darwin Thompson or whatever. The question is, yeah, okay. what if Damian Williams were still around? <laughs> <laughs> I think David Williams might be on the trade block.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, from what we saw. I mean, come on. I mean, Andy, they're they're running a, a really um creative offense there. I mean, we we even saw some of the creativity on display game one. Like mean, right. they were they were opening the playbook like we're going full throttle right now. You know, and we're not waiting till week four or whatever to open this up. They're coming out the gates like world champions defending. Let's go, you know. Crazy. All right, what we got?
1: Yeah, so after so the Chiefs winning that division and probably going back to back on the Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah, wow. I mean it's
0: this any do you think anyone can stop them? Like do you think anyone anyone could slow them down? Yeah, Donald
1: or? Trump can slow them down by screwing up the pandemic response so bad that they all get COVID. Yeah, <laughs> 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 oh. Donald Trump could stop Patrick Mahomes, but I think that's it.
0: Wow, okay. All
1: right.
0: Yep. Um Wait, before you move on. Yeah. What what do you think would be a more exciting offense to watch? The Chiefs or the old greatest show on turf? Probably the greatest show on turf. Why is that? I agree, but I have a different reason why I probably agree. But I agree with greatest show on turf for, for one reason.
1: Yeah. But I what would you I think that the greatest show on turf was more consistent, like 15 to 20-yard chunk plays, whereas the Chiefs set up their big, huge home run shots a lot. And Marshall Falk, I think, is the best skill position player between all the teams. And so he was the most yeah. fun to watch, period, out of all the skill position players uh, mm-hmm. available. Mm. I, I,
0: Yeah, so I, I can agree with that. My reason for the greatest show on turf... Well, two things. They can score from any any anywhere on the field. kid. you know, if they if they're on their own ten, they're still a threat. If they're on, if they're in your red zone, crazy. But the Chiefs, we saw that you know, Patty Mahomes at the fifty was his red zone. Right. Like he yeah, from the fifty, he's he's bombing you up. So, you know, yeah, I'll I'll take the red because of again the threat that they never. Felt threatened in the game where they couldn't score if, if the time was you know that the clock was against them. They always felt confident to get downfield.
1: That's that's exactly right. So yeah, I mean, like I said, I think the Chiefs, the Super Bowl contenders, the Ravens, the Steelers, Pats, Bills. I don't really think anybody from the South is a real Super Bowl contender, but of course somebody's going to win the division and be and be in there. And with them expanding to seven playoff teams, we're going to get a team or two in that. Normally wouldn't make it. it could be getting hitting the start at the right time. You get in, and then Mahomes goes down with COVID, and next thing you know, the Chiefs are just toast. So, yeah, yeah, it, it,
0: it's crazy to think that 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 someone could deliberately do that. But let's hope not.
1: Yeah, 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 <laughs> no, no, for sure. Uh, moving on to the NFC, uh, we'll okay. we'll start with the NFC East. We'll go in the same the same order here. So, the worst thing in the NFC East, without question, is the Washington racial slurs. (laughs) I mean, they have a racist name. I know they changed it to football team, but they have a racist (laughs) name. They have a predator owner. They have a culture where multiple women are coming out saying just how terrible it is to work there. Toxic sludge, bro.
0: Toxic sludge. And
1: their performance on the field will be just as bad as all of that.
0: Wow. So, so you're not sold on Haskins being uh, anything special?
1: I think Haskins could be good, but he was way overdrafted.
0: Well, you said that because you hate Ohio State. Uh,
1: yes, th- this is true. However, he's not at Ohio State anymore. Okay. So, you know, I have to, you know, I'm a Lions guy. I still love Chris Spielman. He really went to Ohio State. Um, yeah. You know, if Justin Fields were to come to the Lions next year, I wouldn't say no. We just drafted Jeff Okuda, the third overall. So, you know, Haskins, though, he only played one year as a starter at Ohio State. The thing is, he's from the DMV. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, he's back home. I think he'll be okay, but he was drafted way too high, throwing him way too soon. Just yeah, terrible situation for the kids. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Wow. Um. They... There's really nothing positive about them. Terry McLaurin, also Ohio State, exciting game-breaking wide receiver, but is not a terrible team. So how good is that going to be? I think Antonio Gibson is a rookie to watch. A uh, running back out of Memphis, he was like a gadget player at Memphis because they had two other stud running backs. So he's like running back, wide receiver, sort of like Tavon Austin type, but he's way bigger, and he's going to get the, uh, he's going to get a lot of looks. You know, they cut Adrian Peterson. Darius Geis went full Washington football team, so they had to get rid of him. So Antonio Gibson's worth watching, but the team is going to win two games.
0: <laughs> you're definitely giving them a charitable look because I don't think they're I don't think they're going to do shit. Um, I just think the team is in, in in a lot of trouble. Yeah, um, Ron Rivera coming in. Um, I don't know if that makes a you know makes a difference or not. But um, we'll see, because uh, if they think thinking Haskins is Cam, by the metrics alone, it's not even not even close. Yeah,
1: I think Ron Rivera has the ability to get rid of all the various geises that, you know, Jay Gruden might not have felt he had the authority to do something like that. But I think that uh, Ron Rivera just won't put up with any sort of nonsense like that. So I can see the overall work environment for the players greatly improving. Yeah, uh, but since most of those players are not good football players, it's not going to be worth that many wins yet. Uh, okay. The New York Giants would be next. They are just garbage. <laughs> just, just off. Be-
0: is it? Is it? Is it? Is it your garden variety kitchen garbage, or is it dumpster fire outside of the, you know, Chick Fil A? Like, holy shit! No, no, that would
1: that would be the football team. Um, that would be the <laughs> football team would be the dumpster fire, um, and they won't. I don't think Dan Snyder can come that close to a Chick Fil A. It's a little too much like church. Oh shit. Um, but yeah, the Giants. First of all, they hired Joe Judge to be coach, which is an absolute disaster. And I, we can't be results based. Joe Joe Judge could win the next nine Super Bowls in a row. It was still a terrible hire when when they did it. <laughs> And people who have, in teams, organizations, people of terrible processes, generally don't also have great results. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mitch McConnell, notwithstanding. Now, (laughs) uh, they do have, like, they have Saquon Barkley, who is the most electric running back in the league. But as a Lions fan, I know about having a garbage team with the most electric running back in the league. Because my entire time, (laughs) you you can be able to hand the ball to the best player on the field and lose... 13 games a year consistently. Yeah, that's insane. Yep.
0: I, that is, that is mind-blowing.
1: Yes, now they are going to be very good for fantasy, because they're going to be losing a lot, and Daniel Jones rushes a lot, and can throw it around, and he never should have been drafted as high as he was, but he's not as awful as everybody said, so And they have uh, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, Darius Slayton, Golden Tate. You know, they're going to have some fantasy pieces week to week and whatever. So if you're interested in that sort of stuff, you need to pick up off the waiver wire. Look at their matchups. Make sure it's a team that's a game that the Giants should be losing by a lot. And their wide receivers, uh, Danny Dimes, valuable for that. Aside from bringing in Joe Judge, they also brought in Jason Garrett to be offensive coordinator. Yeah. So, like... They played against Jason Garrett twice a year for the last 10 years, and they were like, we want to hire that guy as our offensive coordinator. That was a phone call being made, like we
0: mentioned yesterday. You know, I need I need to get something in, something, you know, right away, kind of showcase my wares because I want to head coaching job next
1: year somewhere. Right, yes. Yeah, so the New York Giants should have been like, yeah, who is the best black high school football coach in the country? They're our new offensive yeah. coordinator. <laughs> oh. well, 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 so since we're
0: on that, how do you feel about, like, when guys, you know, we use gates as, as the barometer here. Like, guys go from interdivision basically. Well, they go from one team in the division
1: to another team. How do you how do you feel about that stuff from a competitive standpoint? I don't think that the owners care too much about it, which is why it happens a lot. From a competitive standpoint, I don't think it matters either.
0: So, does <laughs> everyone care that, that this guy goes to the Giants I don't I don't I don't understand her
1: yeah I mean it I, I I don't think it matters at all like honestly I'd be happy if a team of the NFC North hired Matt Patricia for anything oh uh, <laughs> you know it just it, it, it's fine you know they, they should go and take the best opportunities they can get if it's within the division that's that's perfectly reasonable and I think it does make some sense too because like Jason Garrett has been scouting the Giants twice a year Whatever. So he might be more familiar with their personnel than somebody else just from having had a run through tape on them for, for so long, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, I,
0: I I agree. If if Fitzy walks in and beats us twice this year, I think Gay should be walked out to the fifty yard line at a you know, have have the have the stadium filled with fans because COVID has obviously changed that. Mm-hmm with fans, and he's fired in front of the entire fucking Jets
1: just, just put him in the end zone with Jimmy Hoffa?
0: <laughs> Pretty much, bro. <laughs> Pretty much.
1: Yeah, Adam Gase is... I don't, awesome. the, I don't know if he's currently the worst coach in the NFL, but I'm, I can't think of one off the top of my head right away. If your quarterback says, I'm seeing ghosts, and
0: and you don't, you don't tell him that you're not supposed to say that because I'm a quarterback whisperer, like, what the fuck, man? Like, seriously. <laughs> I mean, maybe,
1: maybe he's a ghost whisperer.
0: Yeah, right?
1: <laughs> yep. Uh. So, after the Giants, I have the Eagles second place in the NFC East. And this is a bit of a hot take, but I think the Eagles might also be kind of garbage. Mmm, shit. Yeah. Really? And it's not, not, like, in the same way as the other two teams in the division. You know, first of all, their quarterback is good. Carson Wentz is good. He might not be as great as everybody thought when he first hit the league or whatever, but he's he's good. I mean, as a Jets fan, you would you know you'd punch yourself in the face to get once on the Jets. Oh yeah, um, no,
0: I would, I would I would take him in a heartbeat. Yep, I'll
1: take him. Uh, both of their offensive tackles are out for the season. So, wow. and then they are one of the other offensive tackles, like
0: like like run. either like either side tackle. Yeah, or, both of or them. One, oh my god! So the bookend tackles are gone.
1: Yeah, they had to talk Jason Peters into coming back, playing another year after he planned to retire. So Jason Peters was retired in a pandemic, and they were like, oh, we need you to come back, please. Wow. So they have that. If you look at the receiving options, they have Zach Ertz, but he's rapidly getting older and did not have a good season last year by his standards. Um, you know, it's like a number one target option on his team at the tight end position standard. It just wasn't... Isn't there
0: like a, con- uh, a contract breakdown talks with, with, with that guy, if I'm not
1: mistaken? Uh, even if it is, they'll get it sorted out. You know, okay. it's just, it'll be one... Like tight ends, he doesn't have that sort of leverage. Mm. I mean, he's the second best athlete in his own marriage, so... Um, his, <laughs> his wife is a star soccer player for the U.S. Women's Team. Julie she, Ertz, she's a beast. So, um, so yeah. So I just think that they, you know, they Jalen Rager coming in out of TCU. I think he's going to be good, but he pulled a hamstring for camp. Alshon Jeffrey, I'm pretty sure has no has no legs. Well, so, yeah. He, I mean, I mean that
0: guy. It feels to me like he's been in the league forever, man. Yeah. I just. All the years with Chicago And I'm like, man, this guy's still playing Wow
1: Yeah, so I can see the Eagles Their defense is solid, of course Miles Sanders is going to have a great second season At the running back position You know, I think Because the Giants and Washington are so terrible The Eagles might get three to four wins Against those two teams And then go 500 the rest of their schedule And end up being like nine and seven But awful
0: Yeah
1: Right, something happens something like that nine and seven but like they go to the playoffs and just get absolutely hammered by the saints right
0: well yeah that's where that's where everything's gonna wash out but right. like you guys are a 500 team we shouldn't be here right. so we're gonna kick the shit out
1: exactly of you, right? and so then that leaves the dallas cowboys as the the number one team there in the east and this is it this is a two to three year window for them before zeke ages out and the full levy on bell um they should throw the ball a lot more. Zeke should not be the focal point of the offense. He should be what they do to change the change up. And they've got Well, I mean, well when you pay a guy, you pay a guy, you know?
0: Like it's they paid him. It's the Katar Gurley deal. Like you pay this guy and then all of a sudden the decline is like really, really on. Yeah,
1: but Zeke isn't declining yet, but three years from now he will be just because if they have the right position. If they can give him 300 carries a year or whatever, then for sure he will be. Yeah, you grind him
0: into the With ground. His- I mean, he, he he probably watched how they did. What was the kid that went from there to Tennessee and and, and all of that? They're, they're running Marco back. Bird. They didn't want to pay. Yeah, remember that? That's a cautionary tale. Yep. Cautionary tale.
1: Yep. And so, they need to be a pass-first team. They have Dak Prescott. They have Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, who would be a number one receiver on most teams. They drafted C.D. Lamb, who I think was one of the best picks in the draft, 17th overall, out of uh, o- out of Oklahoma. C.D. Lamb could not be kept off the field uh, coming in his freshman year. His freshman year, I believe they still hit D.D. Westbrook. And then even when they had Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews, CeeDee Lamb was still commanding targets at Oklahoma. He's awesome. And they added they added him. Blake Jarwin's going to be a huge improvement over Jason Witten from a threat in the passing game perspective at the tight end position. And then, so CeeDee Lamb replaces Randall Cobb. I mean, the team is just fully loaded on the offensive side of the ball, and they're good enough on defense. Like, this is it. They within the next three years they absolutely have to win a Super Bowl, or else it's just a huge failure. Like,
0: yeah, I'm, yeah, I can agree with that. And it could I be this year.
1: I mean, they're they're awesome. Like, I, and I I hate the Cowboys because I'm a decent human being. I can't stand them, but <laughs> but like America's team, no, not you. Yeah, no, like the Cowboys though are they are super legit. They're going to be talked about all the time on first take, and they actually deserve it they're they're really good. So that's the East. Uh the NFC North God's division. Uh the last place team I have is being the Chicago Bears. Oh yeah. Yeah, they've got a lot of good pieces. I mean they have Khalil Mack, right? Um they have Roquan Smith at the linebacker position who was amazing at Georgia and is gonna continue developing in the in the NFL. Allen Robinson might be one of the five best wide receivers in the league. Although we may never know it.
0: Yeah, it's 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 such a shame when your quarterback's arm is dog shit. Yes, and decision making is just like right, Whoa.
1: right. Uh, Tariq Cohen, I think, is very underrated for what he does. Uh, you know, he's never going to be that twenty five carry guy, but for what he offers, he's the best in the league. The problem is that they're going to start with Trubisky, which is the right thing to do. They got to just make sure he is not it, right. And and then move on to Nick Foles later But I think Nagy can coach I think they got some good pieces But the quarterback is awful The GM is terrible They signed a shambling court to Jimmy Graham And then used their second round pick Which was their first pick this year on Cole Komet Tight end out of Notre Dame
0: Damn, Jimmy Graham's still in the lead. Yeah, they got Jimmy Graham
1: Um, They had a couple other tight ends So they drafted a tight end Ryan Pace has no idea what he's doing So I think Matt Nagy is going to get fired from the Bears maybe after this year and show up as an offensive coordinator next year and be great. Yeah. Uh, Next team I have in the North is the Detroit Lions. My Detroit Lions, they are like advanced Denver. The defense is not going to be that great, but the offense could be insane. Kenny Galladay, legit number one monster receiver, going to get paid after, after this year. Just absolutely outstanding. Marvin Jones in his last year. They drafted DeAndre Swift in the second round. Running back out of Georgia, five-star guy. He's from North Philly. Goes down to Georgia. You know, just, just amazing. Even as a re- even as a true freshman, was taking carries away from Sony Michelle and Nick Chubb. So, you know, they have a uh, carry-on Johnson still, TJ Hawkinson from last year, and they should be losing a lot. So from a fantasy perspective, the Lions are great. And I think they can just win win some games. I don't think anybody in this division is that great. I still think they're only going to win four or five. But if they end up eight and eight and sneak in the playoffs, wouldn't be the biggest shock of the world. Okay. Okay. Yep. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, of course, lose find Diggs to Buffalo. That means Adam Thielen as a true number one receiver with nobody else to take attention away from him. And I don't know.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, hmm. Ooh, some some guys are just made to be a number two guy, right? And you know, I mean, I think Schuster's the only one that I could think of after AB left that could could have stepped up a little bit, on, you know, on the yeah. Steelers. But yeah, it's it's yeah, I don't know. That's gonna be eye test. We gotta yeah. we gotta see that.
1: Yep. So, but of course, they have Dalvin Cook. They had decent defense. They did find last year. Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. So he just is what he is. Whatever. Uh, and I have the Packers winning the division. Although, honestly, after they took Jordan Love in the first round, and not like another wide receiver for Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers just joined Deshaun Watson and quit the year. Of- <laughs> 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 just,
0: yeah, I, I mean, and for the talking, has to say, oh, Aaron's feeling some kind of way. I'm like, yeah, he is, because yeah. we could have got a receiver with that pick.
1: Yeah, and there were still tons of good receivers available. With, with that pick, too. So, including LaVisca Cheneau, who went to Jacksonville, who might be the rookie of the year. Like, there was all sorts of good options they could do. They could have traded down and gotten another... got like, two more picks and they could fire two bullets in the second round on receivers or whatever. You know, so I think they're still good. I think the jury's out on their coach. Matt LaFleur could be awful, but he's got Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is declining a bit. They have Devontae Adams and then nothing. So... This is a team that won 13 games last year that could win seven this year if things don't go right. But, you know, it's sort of like the Patriots. The Packers control the division until they don't.
0: Yeah, I can buy that.
1: Yep, Solid work, man. Solid work. Yep. Uh, just quickly going through the uh, the other ones here because we've got some Super Bowl contenders here. Okay. At the NFC South, we've got the, uh, the Panthers. I had the Panthers last, but Matt Rule, their head coach, great coach took over a Temple team that was terrible, led him to a New Year's Day bowl game. They beat Notre Dame, had Robbie Anderson there. Um, Then it goes to Baylor, who he he took over after the entire team got, you know, the NCAA blew him up for the coach covering for sexual assault problems. Last year, they were, you know, a quarter away from going to the playoffs, beating Alabama. He knows how to coach. He's a good coach. Players like him. And, uh, I think that Teddy Bridgewater was a great signing for them for this year. And I think yeah. they're only going to win five or six games, but given where they could have been, I think that that's great. Like, they they stopped the bleeding at, like, a five-win level, and they'll be able to bounce back up here pretty soon. Awesome. Okay. I have the Falcons third. Uh, Todd Gurley is absolute dust, but he's going to be great for, like, the first month of the season. <laughs> so if you do have Todd Gurley on your fantasy teams – trade him after he has like one or two really good games just find the sucker in your league and trade him because he is he's not going to be able to keep it together uh the offense will still be awesome anyways they got Julio they got really. they added Hayden Hurst they have Matt Ryan you know they're going to score a bunch of points they're going to be behind in a bunch of games so they'll be fun to watch but probably not win that many games I have the Bucks second uh Tom Brady is there he could be awful. Ah, uh, <laughs> he's forty three. Like his arm yeah. is off at any point.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, Mike Evans, you know, might ball out. We, we have to see that if Brady can uh, get it, Gronk, Gronk.
1: If Brady is Derek Carr now, Mike Evans becomes irrelevant. If, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mind. mean,
0: I mean, Gronk is going to be the safety net. We all know that. We all know that that's going to be his fifteen and out. You know, button hook guy. Stuff like that.
1: This yeah. is a serious question. Who runs a faster 40 right now, you or Gronk? Uh, I, would, I would say me. Right. Right. Um, but the thing is, like, they have a, the Bucks have a really good defense. Their defense last year had awful numbers, but that's because Jameis kept turning it over and giving them short fields to work with. And, like, when you do the fancy math and adjust their numbers for, like, average starting position and whatever, they were actually, like, top 10. So Brady should not turn the ball over a lot. He can't throw the ball very far. So the defense will take a huge jump forward. And so I think I like the Bucs to be better than the Pelicans and the Panthers. Even though I think Tom Brady is the worst quarterback in the division.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, it. it and, and it's funny that we're talking about a seven. <laughs> I mean, this guy. You know Did everything that possible So I don't even know Why he's still playing To be
1: honest I mean He wants to prove He can do it Without Belichick Yeah it's, I
0: guess it's the Kobe Shaq thing Yep It's like I have to win a championship Without you
1: Yep okay. uh, And then of course They have the Saints Winning winning the South Which they should They should win 13 games This year Last year for Breeze Probably last year For Peyton Because why would you Stick around If the Breeze is gone You know They got Michael Thomas Kamara just got paid They've got yeah. like Threads at every level Of the defense They've so, like they should have been in the Super Bowl a couple times recently. They've taken just they had the crazy Vikings touchdown play a few years ago. Then they had the Rams pass interference non-call. They should have won that game yeah. to go to the Super Bowl. I feel like something happened last year. I can't even remember, but like they should have gone last year too or something. So, you know, this is a team that should have been in a Super Bowl, maybe even won one in the last three years. They all know it. Breeze knows it's last year. They all know it. They're winning 13 games. It's going to be about what it's like once they once they get there. Mm. Yeah, nothing, nothing real too much to say about them there. They're just really good, and they know it, and they know it's time. Wow. The NFC West, okay. the final division. I have the Rams as the worst team. Yeah, I could agree with that. And But this is the best division of football. Even better than the AFC North because the Bengals are an albatross there. The Rams, I mean when you think about the quarterbacks in this division, Jared Goff is a distant fourth. Yeah, he's, I mean, he, whew,
0: I mean, I don't even know what to say good about the
1: guy. Well, the thing is, he's not terrible. If you put him, you know, if you put him on the Dolphins, he's the second best quarterback in the AFC East, probably. But, depending on what happens with Josh Allen, but he's just a distant fourth in this this division. They lost Gurley and Brandon Cooks and replaced them with, Right, quick. Who's the starting running back for the Rams? I
0: have no clue. Right.
1: Um, <laughs> I have no clue. Right. Uh it's gonna be Cam Akers, rookie out of rookie out of Florida State. But that's the thing, you know, you lose Todd Gurley and you replace him with some rookie guy like it's it's just a huge step backwards Well,
0: that shows you what what was wrong because
1: if you're gonna if you're gonna let a guy you take walk out the door
0: obviously because there's something wrong yep. that they didn't never disclose and you're not trading for another veteran running back or another running a serviceable running back you're trading you're 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 actually drafting a running back that's gonna be a rookie starting that tells you that it was like, hey, you know what? Hit the bricks. Thank you for your service. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And then Brandon Cooks, they were able to trade him to Houston. Him and his 87 concussions. So another Jesus. bad Bill O'Brien deal. Uh, so, yeah. So, I, like to say, I don't think the Rams are going to be bad. They'll win some games they shouldn't win. They'll lose some games they should win. They'll be exciting at times and score 13 points at others. And I think the coach is good. But in this division, they're just they're just not good. The wow. now the third place team in this division I have is the San Francisco 49ers. Wow, wait a minute. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, I'm dying to hear this. So the defense is primed to take a huge step back in a very similar way that Lamar Jackson is. Whereas it's not that they're gonna be bad, it's that they were so great last year that they're not going to be like they, they just cannot be as good. Right. It's, it, it's statistically so unlikely that they have to take a few steps back on defense. Their offense, however, wasn't very good to begin with. So if you take their defense back from, you know, a steel curtain performance to just the fourth best in the NFL performance, right? How many games are they winning? Yeah. You know, yeah. and I think, I mean, they'll still win a lot. I, you know, since I think this is the best division of football, they could still easily win eight, nine, even ten games to finish third, but but they're taking a big, a big step back. Mm. Um and then Jimmy G, like how sold are you on Jimmy G? I'm
0: not. I mean, I in the Super Bowl, he looked I mean, I don't know if that was the coaching or him. Uh there was no trust there. Um at least for what I saw, how I chucked it up. Yeah. He missed no there was And yeah. then you I mean in a big spot. The, the, the absolute pass you have to have, yep. you overthrow a guy. Yep. Like, and, you, and, you, and he's open. He's open. yep You know, like, come on, dude. Like, yep. he's open. There's a, no traffic around him. He's open. And you overthrow the guy? Yep. That's, that's crazy.
1: That's the game-winning throw. However, that throw, him missing that throw, probably saves a million lives. <laughs> what do you mean? So... And by the time the Super Bowl was being played, there was already community transmission of COVID-19 in the Bay Area. Oh, shit. If he hits that pass, they win, and they have a Super Bowl parade before they know this community transmission. A super starts. spreader event, yeah. The biggest, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, there was not community spread in Kansas City yet. So the fact that Kansas City had the parade and San Francisco didn't, combined with our terrible response— Probably, like imagine how bad New York would have been if the Giants had won the Super Bowl and they had a parade in Manhattan. Yeah, like before you know, San Francisco could have been facing something like that. And given our national response, you know, it. it, it I don't know. I don't. I don't do modeling like that. But at least a mm. hundred thousand lives. I would do yeah. that. Okay, he missed that throw. So good job, Jimmy G.
0: Yeah. So. So, given this thing, and obviously this division, because we have a couple of West Coast teams in here. Yeah. Given with the um, and it's horrible what's happening with the forest, with the uh, forest fires mm-hmm. out west. So, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully we get it contained, but it seems out of control at this point. So, um, you know, God bless, and I hope everything works out out there with COVID concerns, and then the possible, you know, the air quality for a while is going to be jacked up. I mean, we're already in week one. Mm-hmm. Teams that are traveling out west to play, like how is this going to like pan out?
1: So, that the question there really is just for the 49ers since there's no longer a team in Oakland and there's not a team in Portland.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. And so, it's, yeah,
1: it's just for the 49ers. And honestly, if it gets that bad, they should just move to San Diego and play at the Murph, you know, and because they don't need fans, it doesn't matter where you play. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking
0: about the air quality for the guys on the ground because they're running the ride huffing and puffing. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. They mean, should
1: not managing. play there. They should just move their entire 49ers operation to San Diego for the season. Like how yes, New exactly. Orleans moved to San Antonio after Katrina. After Katrina, yeah. Yep. Good point, good point. Yep. The uh, the next team after the 49ers, I have the Arizona Cardinals.
0: <laughs> yeah, boy,
1: Kyler. Uh, yes. Kyler is my other long shot pick for MVP. Now, he's down to like nine to one. You know, he's no longer as sneaky as Josh Allen. But people just don't put up the numbers he did in his in his first season. The defense was terrible. They can't go anywhere but up, even though they're not gonna be great. But they add DeAndre Hopkins. They have Kenyon Drake for the entire season. Larry Fitzgerald's last year. I mean Wow,
0: a guy's play like a hundred years. Yeah.
1: Um I'm actually older than Larry Fitzgerald, so that's <laughs> Oh, oh. Well, there's a Frank Gore, too. So, where's where's my ARP card? Yeah. So, <laughs> I, think, I think that the Cardinals, in a league that is just so dominated by offense, I like them more than I like the 49ers. Like, I think they're inverses of each other, right? Like, if you took the 49ers defense and the Cardinals offense, you have the 72 Dolphins. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, and I, I just think offense wins now. And so that means that I have the Seahawks winning the division. And my only note for them is let Russ Cook like stop running the ball eighty-seven times with your dusty running backs. You know, let Russ Cook. I mean, get the, the, I mean, the blocking. No matter what, win thirteen games and let's go.
0: Get the blocking under control. I mean, the guy. You know, for for most of his career, um, most of what he—I'd say seventy percent, if I'm not mistaken—of what he had to scramble around and get going. Yep. Um and, and those those were the years we were like the whole Legion of
1: Boom thing going on, yep. like
0: he still had to scramble. Yep. Because the blocking is horrendous. And I'm like, who does anyone see this as a problem?
1: Yeah, I mean the it, it'll be a little bit better, but yeah, just run the offense through Russ, not through Chris Carson, Carlos Hyde, whoever their god awful four string running back must be. Um you know, honestly, I feel like if I was on the team at running back, I would get carries before we let Russ throw the ball downfield until yeah. they're losing. So, yeah. it's just it's just awful. Also, they... No, nah, because if
0: he goes out, they're done. They're they're, they, they're done. I don't even know when their backup is.
1: Yes. uh, They signed the undead corpse of Greg Olson to play tight end as well. Holy
0: shit. Yeah. So, I thought Greg was done.
1: Yeah. But, again, he's got one last year in him as well. So, you know, I think, I think the Seahawks, again, I think the Seahawks, the Saints, and the Cowboys they all just know they're so much better than everybody around them. And like, they're just going to lock in. There's no distraction. Don't get sick, get in there and let's go.
0: Awesome. Awesome.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Great work, man.
0: I mean, I, I I, um, definitely enjoyed the breakdowns. Definitely enjoyed uh, the work that you put in and hope the audience enjoyed it as well. Like we are, going to be doing this show weekly, um, and we will be recapping the games on on Sundays and kind of getting into some of um, the things that have happened, some of the, you know, the narrative storylines, the bad coaching, the bad calls, uh, you know, stuff that happens. And, you know, obviously during the season, we're getting live data, feeds, or anything that, that happens, we may be a few days off of it, but we will still report it. All right. So thank you for listening. Thank you for, you know, giving us the opportunity to to use your time wisely for you. All right. Any any parting words? Uh, yeah. Vote for Biden. Vote for Biden. Yes, we are in a we are in a year like none other. And this is probably um, I've been, you know, I've been a citizen since I was 18 and I got to vote in my first election um, at that point. That was back in 1992. And this is probably the most important election of my time that I can think of where this is... This will shape the next four years. And I felt like these years... These four years have been like dog years. It feels like seven years that we've been kind of in a... um, And it shows. It it shows that um, as a country... uh, If we were a football team as a country, we would probably be the New York fucking Jets. So I, I just... You know, I don't know what's going to happen. I hope that anyone listening, um, you know, understands the the gravity of the situation and will get out and exercise that right. It is your constitutional right. Go out and do it. All right, brother. It's been a great show. I will wrap this up with you, and we will talk after week one.
1: Sounds great. Go Lions.
0: Go Jets. J e t s. Jets. 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 Jets.